season three of Death Star D. We got the original crew back together. We got Adam. We got Jared. Yeah. We got Trevor all the way from Florida. Oh, I just lost. I'll get back. Okay, you get him back while I set us up. So here we are. Uh, we're in the beautiful photo studio where Jaris and I work. We work together now. Some stuff happened in the, in the, uh, the DSD break. Jaris joined me where yeah. I work. New job. Um, Trevor is still in Florida selling funerals to people. Um, but we're excited, right? We're excited to get back talking again. We're going to have fun. We're just going to let loose. It's been too long. Yeah. I mean, I, I really think season two was kind of a bust. Season three is Well, it was only one episode. Strong. Yeah, right. Season two was only one episode. Right. Season, season three is looking great, though. But, yeah, we're really encouraged. Um, here's, here's our experience. When we stopped, I got a lot of this. And maybe you got a lot of this, too, Jairus. But I got a lot of, um, hey, where's Death Star D? I got very few of that, but, you know, every once in a while, I get it. So we brought it back. I got guys. It's just so dang fun. I got guys like, hey, how come you stopped? And and I was like, wow, I didn't know anyone was even listening. Um, but it's good to be back. And it's we're going to have a lot of fun. And, Jerry, why don't you tell us the format? So, yeah, we got a new format, if we can get Trevor on board. Uh, the new format is three guys, three topics. Okay? 30 minutes. And that's it, guys. I mean, I mean, maybe a few minutes here and there for intros, but but we're really committed to this thirty-minute, forty-minute, forty-five-minute uh, <laughs> format here. We bring each person brings one item to the table they want to discuss. We discuss it. Boom, we're out of here. All and right, we, and we're just done after ten minutes. Ten minutes max. Like this is my lunch break, bro. Yeah, we just we just cut the cord. We stop recording. You got it, bud. Um, and yeah, so, so feel free to share this with your buddies, coworkers, your, coworkers, wife, your, your wives, mistress. your mates, um, listen on the road, listen while you're doing dishes. Uh, you know, just, just put us in your ears all the time. Um, so here, why don't I, I'm going to continue to try to get Trevor and Jairus. Why don't you start us off, buddy? All right. Um, okay. So my um, my my here's my topic. Here we are in the middle of um, February, or I mean uh, January. It's winter time. Uh, for everyone outside of Utah, you may not know this, but it is also Sundance Film Festival time. Okay. It is time to. Is he there, Trevor? I can hear you. Oh, yes. We got Trevor. Okay, Trevor, you're coming in on this. I'm about to start my topic here. We're here in Utah. You're in there in Florida. You may not understand or realize this, but we're in the middle of Sundance Film Festival right now. Have you ever heard of that? I think so. Um, old Bob Redford put it on, uh, started it a long time ago, and, and, and they have a lot of success. Sometimes they have uh, celebrities come out here, and, and they have a party up in the mountains. You heard about that, right? Yep. Okay, good. Well, anyway, uh, in that theme, I wanted to talk about acting, okay? Um, and and maybe to set this up, do you guys have, like, a favorite movie uh, that you can just throw out? You know, it doesn't have to be a favorite of all time. Just give me a good movie. Hoosiers. Pride and Prejudice. Okay, great. Mine's Top Gun. I love it. Um, I always thought I would be a good 
actor. Like, I watch these movies, and I kind of, some part of me thinks, like, obviously I'm not as good-looking as Tom Cruise, but I always thought I would be, like, if I had a chance, that I could have been a decent actor. You would have been a great actor. Well, okay, so I thought that, too. Um, I have a little experience that I wanted to share that sort of shook my core. Um, here at Marinda, where with my new job, I'm a trainer, sort of like a teacher of adults. Um, and they had me do a training video, okay? And I sucked a lot. <laughs> I mean, I sucked a lot. Here, let me just tell you, we did this video two months ago. Video so, is still in post-production. So you're like on camera. It's not like your voice. You're like... I'm on camera. You're in front of the camera. You're, it's Jairus in full view. Yeah, it's scripted. They had a, a teleprompter with the uh, script running. And I could not do it. First, I didn't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> and second, I kept messing up all of the um, all of the lines, and even though they were right there in front of me, I could not go one full sentence without messing up. <laughs> and it was all, like it really was forced. I watched the video after, and I'm like, "Wow, this is absolutely horrible." And so I, I guess maybe I have a little more respect for them. I just wanted to know if I, you know, if I could get your guys' thoughts on acting. Trev, I know, I know you have some acting experience, right? I've seen you on some I videos. I do, I do. I was, I was an orc in uh, Dragon Hunter. For those that want to look it up on IMDb, I am in the credits um, as Shockdor. No, never mind. That was my co-orc. I was Sluice, S-L-U, and then the German B thing that's pronounced as an S. Oh, nice. Okay. I don't know what that looks like. I have like a half a second of screen time, but you know, it's interesting. Leslie and I, my wife and I, we. We often try to act around the house um, just to reinforce how bad we are at it. We'll just be like, okay, give me a line. And then the other one has to play off of it, but, like, we're angry or we're in a big fight or we're really sad because we just lost the big game. And That's you should try it easy. sometime. That should be easy. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how terrible you – well, you might not, Jairus, but most people might be surprised at how terrible they are when they try to act. It doesn't sound like you were acting. It sounds like you were just trying to read the news. I was just trying to be me, I guess. Maybe I'm just bad at acting like myself. I don't know. It was. I was trying to read the news. That was true. But it was like, like as soon as that red light went on – I, I immediately went from, like, a normal, like, how I feel about my, you know, like, I feel like I'm confident day to day, all confidence lost, like, immediately, yeah. and it felt so awkward, and, like, I don't feel awkward very often. This was a very uncomfortable experience. Um, as a trained actor, um, you know I was in a high school play, right? You studied I believe it. it, yeah. You studied at Tippinogus. I studied at, at Tippinogus High School <laughs> under under some of the greatest acting minds of our generation. Um, can I give you some tips? Please. Um, well, you should know, first of all, that it was a dramatic role <laughs> in, in high school. N- n- none of this artsy, fartsy comedy crap. Yep. Uh, so here's some tips. Got Lay it. Act with the legs. Oh. It's all in the legs. Interesting. Because, you know, people are looking at the face. They're like, oh, yeah, the acting. No, the real acting is going on in the legs. Below the waist. Below huh? the waist. <laughs> the feet. I, I can get down with that. The feet are especially important. But they weren't filming my feet. 
No, but you can. Oh, what yeah, happens right. in the feet expresses itself in the, in the face. Exactly. Maybe, maybe that's you. part of my problem. It starts from the bottom up. Um, another acting tip: you never ever pronounce any L's. That can't be true. It's de- it's dead true. Dead true. Yeah, like the L's will will be put in post production. <laughs> yeah, when I said my name in Dragon Hunter, I said Seuss. Yeah, not Sluice. Yep. Well, um, no, I mean, like this is a joke, right? <laughs> no, dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Well, how would you say laughable? You'd say affable. No, you would not. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of movies. I, just, I don't believe you. Of the three of us, who was in a dramatic high school play? That's all I'm saying. Okay. Who earned a, who earned a spot in The Crucible? Of the three of us, who is listed on imdb.com? That's true. That's true. Man, this sucks. <laughs> Dragon Hunter, check it out. Oh, I will. <laughs> You know, you can actually watch it on Hulu. I would not recommend it because it's horrible. But if you want a few minutes of kicks and giggles, DragonHunterHulu.com. That was a Trevor Wynn production. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, so, I mean, just to piggyback this, we I watched um, uh, American Sniper the other day. And I sort of had this in my mind as this guy's, like, looking off camera and having this, like, super dramatic experience and, like, it's kind of this little experience has ruined movies for me because now I'm forced to imagine that like this isn't real. This guy's just talking to like a a crew of like thirty people, and this is probably their fifth take. And like like those, you know, he's he has to like prepare himself. Like, what's my motivation for this scene? You know, and he's like, I don't know. It's just like like I said, I, I I've put a lot more thought into it, and that actually has has made my. Um, Movie watching experience go a little bit limp. Do <laughs> um, you know what I like to imagine? Like, oh, we're done. Ten minutes. We're done. <laughs> Trevor, you're up. I didn't know you'd actually cut off like that, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jairus is pointed at the ten-minute counter, and it's done. Yeah. Acting, the acting subject is over. Yeah, we're on to topic two. Trevor, you were going to talk to us about BYU basketball, right? Oh, it's painful, but it must be said. We need to talk about it. So you guys both know, as most of the audience does, that I'm kind of the naysayer of the three. Adam's the blue-goggled guy. <laughs> I'm the Debbie Downer, and Jairus is talking Just about the, you know what? I'm. You know what I am? I am the realistic, everyday voice of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Who wasn't thinking about their acting abilities right. until 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes ago? Yeah, Jairus is the everyman. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's a scary thought. <laughs> um, so I haven't really given much thought to this other than my I'm frustrated with BYU basketball. And for the longest time, I've been given Dave Rose and BYU basketball a pass. Been harsh on Bronco, but Dave Rose, he's good. He got us to the next level, the Sweet 16. And I feel like this is the first year where that's starting to shift. We have a guy who will probably end up being the all-time leading BYU scorer. We also have a guy who's likely to break the NCAA record for triple doubles. Which is huge. On the same team. That's like such an awesome stat, too. You know what I mean? Like triple doubles, I think, is – I don't know. I, I'm not a stat guy, but that seems like if you could tell me, like you can choose a stat that you're going to excel in, 
triple doubles has to mean you're like essentially one of the better players out there. Yeah. Well, it's a stat that means you have the best stats. Right. And all the stats that matter. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so we've got this guy who's going to probably break the NCAA record for that. Yet our team is just extremely mediocre and we consistently get out coached in games. And I, I am to the point where Bronco is fully in the, my no fly uh, zone. <laughs> and Dave Rose is now in like the warning shot zone. You know, he's, he's close to being across that line to where I'm, I'm done with him. And I'm not done, done, and it's too extreme. But I've just been extremely disappointed with this team this year. He better be careful. Because he, Dave Rose, he has bought a lot of goodwill with his folksy personality and his, you know, his nice uh, humor and whatnot. But you're right, man. He his coaching flaws are being exposed in a big way. Well, that's what I'm saying is the difference between him and Bronco isn't really much when it comes to actual coaching X's and O's execution performance. Wins. Performance, exactly. But we all like Dave Rose better because he's not obnoxious like Bronco is half the time. He doesn't chew us out. I bet he would. <laughs> he would, in the right <laughs> circumstances. <Yeah. laughs> um, it's just the bad losses. The bad losses have been piling up over the last few years. Losing to Portland and Pepperdine and now San Diego just last week. It's, it's incredibly frustrating. And I'll tell you the most frustrating part of it is... These guys like San Diego look so good when they're when they're beating us, but they can't beat anyone else. You know, like you watch these games, you're like, "Whoa, San Diego looks like a pretty good team," but then they don't look good against Gonzaga or St. Mary's or any of their non-conference games. And so it, that that makes me believe that there's something wrong with BYU, right? Totally. You don't gotta tell me on that. Can I uh, make a leap that maybe can't be backed up? Um, like I want to take it from A to C without going through B. Sure, um, that's what you're here for. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people are down on independence, and maybe this is a good reason that independence, even for football, and I, maybe we'll get there, is a good thing. Like I'm not sure being in the West Coast Conference is all that great. You know what I mean? We're not dominating by any means. Um it's not very exciting that we play these guys and we're not really, we're not beating these guys anyway. Like, like, I don't know if, if this conference protection that people want out of, you know, you know, being independence versus not, is that, that great? Does that make any sense? So you're saying because BYU is struggling in a basketball conference in the WCC, it doesn't mean that like a football conference would be that important. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Like, right here I am. I am totally unimpressed with the West Coast Conference. Like, yeah, it's nice to play Gonzaga when they're ranked, and St. Mary's, it's nice, but I don't feel like we fit there. You know, I hate, no, we definitely don't I hate fit. their gyms. I hate that we play them. I hate that if I feel like if I had grown up in Texas and I heard BYU was playing Portland, I would assume they are playing some team that has no business playing college basketball, you know? Uh, same with San Francisco. I can't name a single player on any of their teams. And you know what I mean? I just, like, I don't know. I, I'm not I, – I used to think West Coast was cool, but, like, 
here we are. I'm not saying we're too good for it because we're skilled. I think we're too, we're just not the right fit. Yeah, I can't put my finger on it either. It's just there's something off about BYU in the in the West Coast Conference. I, it's just the style of play, the officiating, the coaches, the I, it, I don't know. It's just it feels like we're playing in some kind of European league, or you know, it just doesn't well, feel right. It doesn't feel right. But the what feels worse about it is our play has come down to their level. Like. I, I feel bad saying that because that sounds arrogant, but... Hey, you, did we're you go to BYU? We're did you get a degree there? <laughs> West Coast Conference team right now. Say that again, Trevor. We're a mediocre West Coast Conference team. Yeah. Uh, that sounds and that bad. is unacceptable for yeah. BYU. If you want to be a mediocre Pac-12 team or... We were never even mediocre in the Mountain West. Why are we mediocre? I mean, I guess there were years where we were, but we haven't, under Dave Rose, we haven't been mediocre... Ever now we're mediocre in a lesser conference. Well, it's just kind of depressing. I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, who was saying that there were teams in the Mountain West that BYU never lost to under Dave Rose. Like Dave Rose had a perfect record against several different teams in the Mountain West. I think Wyoming was one, and um, maybe TCU. maybe TCU and Air Force. Maybe uh, I can't, I wish I knew the, the exact ones, but uh, in the in the West Coast Conference. Dave Rose, a Dave Rose coach team has lost to every member of the West Coast Conference except Santa Clara, I think, is the only one that we have not lost to. In three years, right? It's this, this year three? Yeah, in three years. This, that's not good. Or four but years. Do you remember? And, and you remember? these are not good teams, guys. These are bad teams. These are, yes. these are teams in the RPI of uh, triple digits, you know, over 200 in some cases. More like RIP, am I right? <laughs> Nice. Nailed it. Classic. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> when you think, too, about, like, 2006 to 2009, kind of pre-Jimmer, do you remember that home winning streak that BYU was like on? Like, 45? Yes. Yeah. For some reason, we owned the Marriott Center in the Mountain West. Even yeah. when we still lost some, we still owned the Marriott Center. That's not. I don't know if it's just that the West Coast Conference teams have no history, so they're not afraid of the Marriott Center or something, but... We just we're not any better there. I mean, I guess we're better than we are on the road, but it's not like it once was. And are you telling me the teams of like Jimmy Balderson and Craig Brodus and or Sean Brodus or whatever his name was, Camard, Brock Reichner? Yeah, Brock. I mean, come on, is Dave Rose's son-in-law he put on the team? <laughs> are you telling me those teams are any better than this team? Yeah, Marriott Magic Although they is gone. are because they have big men. Marriott Magic, man, where where did it go? I mean, uh, it's really frustrating. So I'm really down, and I'm I'm about ready to give up on Dave Rose's likability. Um, not there yet. Well, he's running out, he's running out of credit. Correct. He, he's exhausted his his credit. You know, um, he's exhausted it. You've he's got you've got thirty seconds. You got thirty seconds, Jerris. Go. So. Funny story. Well, it's not funny story. Jordan Loveridge. There's, there's no way you're going to do this in 30 seconds. <laughs> Jordan Loveridge. Everyone called him idiot when he goes to Utah over BYU. Jairus, don't talk about the Utes. I'm just Too saying. Soon. Like, could you Too imagine? Soon. Would you? We have don't want done, to talk about it. Would you have done what him. he did? I go to a go to a school that's in a dumpster fire, and everyone said, "Oh, we didn't want him anyway." Blah blah. blah. Now they're ranked in the top ten. Yeah, he had vision. 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he had, he had vision when we did not. Okay, that topic is over. This we're, is great. We're guys. done. Except my topic is going to be Tyler Hawes. We should call this Hit It and Quit It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did a mid-show switch. I was going to talk wow. about one thing. Now I'm going to talk about another thing. But I'm all prepared. I, I'm just I'm throwing you a knuckleball curve. All right. Um, Ooh. Trevor, you touched on this, and I want to talk about it more. Tyler Haas is on his way to becoming the top all-time scorer at BYU. He's going to pass Danny Ainge. He's going to pass Jonathan Tavernary. What is that? Pretty money. <laughs> he's almost. He he's a few more shots, and he will pass um, Vuk Ivanovic. No, but seriously, he is going to pass Jimmer sometime this season. The Jimmer. Jimmer. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait. Do you remember Jimmer for that? I mean, do you remember that year? Do you remember how awesome it was watching Jimmer Fredette play and the ways that he would score and the shots that he would take and the teams that he would beat by himself dropping 52 points on New Mexico in the Mountain West Conference tournament? I was at the game. I mean, I think if you ask any BYU fan anywhere around the whole world they would be able to tell you with great detail their vivid and wonderful great memories of the Jimmer Fredette senior season right i i, right. I mean you can i can think of some some memories can you guys think of memories uh, i have multiple memories that guy is untouchable in my book jimmer fredette he scored 43 points to beat an unbeaten san diego state on our home court the final horn sounds, and everyone rushes the court. That's the only first and only time I've ever seen the Marriott Center court get rushed. Uh, true, yeah. I can tell you exactly where I was during that game. Uh, yeah, me too. Were you there? Cause I'm there? I was not there. I was in Oregon at a work meeting, and I made everyone set up a projector, and we streamed it over um, Slingbox via the Mountain West conference channel and watch some grainy internet feed of that entire game. One more Jimmer memory. Speaking of Gonzaga, he destroyed Gonzaga in the NCAA tournament. Remember that one where they had that like camera angle, like pointing up at him and he gets that, you know, off the wing and he just jumps and it just seems like he just elevated just floated like, like as if he was like Chris angels or whatever that other, what's the other guy, but just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shot the ball. <laughs> yeah, the... he didn't jump. He he like like ascended. Like yeah. Oh, like yeah, exactly. This guy to me is untouchable, and it's kind of a big bummer. And I think that's what you're getting to. That Tyler Haas is going to be legging up this guy, and no. I love Tyler. You know what I mean? But Jimmer is our our Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and maybe somebody on the outside who doesn't know BYU might say, get over him. You know, I had a friend who um, we were talking about pro basketball and how I said I kind of don't like Kemba Walker. And he's like, why? And I was like, well, he kind of was Jimmer's 
foe Rival. that year. You know, like yeah. like, and I don't want him to be doing better than Jimmer. And he says, "Get over Jimmer." You know, it's the NBA now, and I cannot get over no. Jimmer because I love him. He well, he was our <laughs> legend. <laughs> he was our living legend. I mean, we watched right. him play. I mean, that guy. I mean, that was one of those sports seasons that we're never going to forget. And so here's my here's my point. Jimmer Fredette broke the record, broke Danny Ainge's record in thrilling, dramatic fashion in the middle of one of the best seasons of BYU basketball in our lifetime, and maybe even beyond that. I mean, we all remember that year. We bought DVDs about that year. Amazing. We uh, wrote rap I have songs. Framed, we wrote I have rap songs about that year. Articles in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an ESP, From that Gonzaga, I have a Sports I Illustrated Gonzaga. cover laminated at my desk, and so and uh, and now so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think Jimmer's record. I think that that record symbolizes that year, you know, and it and it it belongs to Jimmer. And now Tyler Haas is going to break that record in the middle of a very disappointing year, a mediocre year. A mediocre, I mean, not not Tyler Haas' career, but over the span of his career, BYU has kind of been not great, mediocre. you know, mediocre. And it, it's like he's just going to kind of take the record and and it's going to be this thing where, oh, okay, Jimmer's out of the record book. It's now Tyler Haas' record. Remember Tyler Haas' senior year when we, I don't know, barely made the NIT when we lost to San you- Diego? Not San Diego State, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, can you can you tell one Tyler Haas moment from this season? Period. I, ever. I mean, can you think of any like great Tyler Haas moments? Can I tell you mine? He yeah. hits that shot in the last couple seconds and then allows Dilvadova to come down yep. and nail that three <laughs> to win the game. <laughs> And, you know, I, I seriously, I don't want to come off as a Tyler Haas hater because I, I like Tyler Haas. He's a special player. He's a great shooter, yada, yada, yada. I just, I, I feel upset that he is going to take Jimmer Fredette's record, a, a player that is beyond love. I mean, I I love players. I have another feeling for for Jimmer Fredette that's beyond love. You know what I mean? I mean, he is just like... He is BYU basketball in, in the modern times. You know what I mean? You know what I would tell well, you? Um, this is like, let's pretend your parents got a divorce. Tyler Haas is like the stepmom. She'll never replace your mother, son. <laughs> I'll always have a special place in my heart for your mother. But this is the new, this is my, my wife now. Yeah. Right? And I, I, don't, I reject that. Yeah, I reject that. <laughs> I'm going to start doing drugs and, and grow my hair out and dye it black because as a protest to my stepmother. Well, so here's the when, thing. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Trevor. I was just going to say, when Jimmer broke Danny Ainge's record, it felt right. Danny was the best ever, and then Jimmer came along, and he was the best ever of a new generation and had a better, probably better college career than Danny Ainge, maybe. But it felt right. It doesn't feel right at all no. because Tyler Haas isn't anywhere near the player that Jimmer Fredette is. No. Or was. Frustrating. Tyler Haas, please do me a favor and just don't do not do it. Don't break the record. Well, here's the other thing. You put Jimmer Fredette in the West Coast Conference for three years. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's 40 a game. It's not 30 a game. Do yeah. you remember Do you remember when, what's his name from, um, oh, freaking that one, uh, UNLV kind of called him out and said, I'm going to guard you like I've never guarded anyone before. And he just like just got drops destroyed. 40 on him right in his face yeah. and crosses him up, makes him <sighs> fall over and everything like See, that. See, these moments. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. Tyler Haas, please don't break Jimmer Fredette's record. Please take the high road and just, you know, take yourself out of the lineup for the rest of the season. The season's a waste, okay? We're not going to do – we're not going to go to the tournament. We might make a few games in the NIT. Don't break Jimmer's record in the middle of this bad, mediocre, dumb season. Or – Let us have Jimmer's season. Let us remember it. Or win the, the West Coast Conference tournament and make the Elite Eight. Okay, in that circumstance, you can break the record. Right. Okay, you guys, we are done. Give us some memories. What'd you say? Just give us some memories. Yeah, give us memories. An empty record. Guys, we are done. Season three of Death Star D. In the books. Episode one is in the books. We got Trevor from Florida. So. We got Jarris and me in Provo. So. And we're gonna we're gonna keep doing this. Trevor, you'll join us again, right? Oh, come on. Yeah. You know this. You're good for it. All right. Uh, peace out. We'll see you next week. Love you.